Welcome to the Naples Community Church Podcast with Pastor Kurt Anderson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you find this sermon inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective to see God moving in your life. We trust God has great things in store for you. Enjoy today's message. John the Baptist came and showed you the right way to live, but you didn't believe him. While tax collectors and prostitutes did, and even when you saw this happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. God have his understanding of his hearing his word. Well, just this past week, my sweetheart was here this morning. I'm always glad when she is. I was trying to sell something on Craigslist. And I don't know if you've ever done Craigslist before, but uh, if it's anything of any magnitude, you'll get a response back from somebody who wants to send you a cashier's check and have their mover come and pick it up. And it's, it's a scam that's as old as Craigslist is. And, um, and, and then, of course, they send you a phony check and you can uh, all this kind of stuff. But it's, it's a way of stealing from And this particular person said, well, because I'm on a mission trip right now, and I won't be able to be there because I'm serving Christ on a, on a mission trip. Now, if anything is a violation of the third commandment, taking of the Lord's name in vain, that is, where we use God's name to try to further ourselves or further our own particular agenda. And that's to say, talk is cheap. All this Religious talk is almost always suspect. People throw a lot of God language around. We have to be careful. So what is that all about? So when I was in college, I, one of my roommates I played basketball with, grew up in a Catholic home, and, and he was uh, in college, kind of a wild man. That ever happens very often in college, but he was a wild man in college. 
And he, he said, well, and of course he knew I was a heading into the ministry and all that sort of thing. He said, well, here's the deal. I can do whatever I want. And then I, I go to church on Sunday morning, I get the wafer and I'm good for another week. And West Coast evangelicalism, where I grew up, it's like all you had to do is say, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. And you're good. You're in. You're in. So it's kind of the, the new sacrament of Protestantism. Well, all you got to do is get your wafer, or all you got to do is say those magic words, and you're in. Talk is cheap. Doesn't, doesn't close the gap. Christianity is not an ideology. It's not just an idea. It's not a way of thinking. It is that, but it's so much more than that. And the religious types that Jesus was dealing with spent all their time talking. And times that I have sat on denominational committees and boards and all that sort of thing. They spent all their time talking. I would leave those meetings and think, here I'm exhausted just listening to people talk and talk, and nothing ever gets done. So it is so often the case that, that religious types, it's all about talk. That if we think the right thoughts and say the right words, that's sort of our little wafer. That's our sacrament that gets us in. And Jesus confronts that. Interesting experience at LA Fitness this week. I was on one of these crunch machines sitting next to a guy. And, you know, I'm strong, but I mean, his arms, they, they look like great big mangoes, his shoulders, just <laughs> huge shoulders. And I looked over at him. shoulder was tattooed and not that that's unusual at LA Fitness, it's common, but it was tattooed, it had the seven deadly sins on it. And I said, are those the seven deadly sins? He said, yeah. I said, did it hurt? He said, yeah, there are lots of needles. But he added, sin hurts more. just what things to avoid, but what things to do with his life. How to rightly live. How to do what, what he should. Not out of guilt, but out of doing the right stuff to take this one life and live it well. I wonder what went through Jeffrey Epstein's mind before he took his life. I wonder if he thought to himself, I had one life. I indulged myself in all kinds of ways. I had one life, and I blew it. I threw it away. So it is that it's not about right thoughts. It's about how we live, what we do. And yet Jesus, when he speaks to them, he gave them the story of two sons, 
Not that we who have been parents have any way of identifying with the poor disabled. One says, I'll do it, Dad, and then doesn't do it. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do it, and then goes and does it. I mean, that's so common with every family that we've ever been in uh, and ever talked about and known about. I mean, it's so typical. And yet, it is also a way for us to understand the nature, our nature, two men, just like those three, two boys. There were two men in a certain town. One was rich and one was poor. The rich man owned a great many sheep and cattle. The poor man owned nothing but one little lamb he had bought. He raised that little lamb and it grew up with his children. It ate from the man's own plate and drank from his cup. He cuddled it in his arms like a baby child. One day a guest arrived at the Instead of killing an animal from his own flock or herd, he took the poor man's lamb and killed it and prepared it for his guests. David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vowed, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. He must repay four lambs to the poor man for the one he stole for having no pity.
go to Phoenix, and he would he would recruit them to come into church. And he'd have them come with their guitars and their drums and everything else. And he had a group of guys that he was prepared to, to play in worship on a Sunday morning. They came on a Thursday evening to practice. And Chuck Smith, when he showed up, the guys were standing outside the sanctuary smoking dope. Smith simply told him, hurry up, guys, and let's, let's get started. They came in, started playing, and it revolutionized church. Absolutely revolutionized the outreach to young people. And all those guys put the dope aside forever. All those guys put all kinds of stuff aside forever. Because they were loved. They were loved in. They didn't need Chuck Smith to point his finger at them and tell them how wrong they were. The Lord will do that work. And they came in. Those who said, no, I'm not going to do it. Jesus said, those tax collectors and prostitutes, they're going to get in before you religious types. Before me. Willie Nelson gets in before me. said yes and done no, or we've said no and done yes. We know our own hearts. We know what's going on. And so the question that we have to ask is, what is this Christian life really all about? Is it about sinning less? Well, if I wanted to sin, not at all. so loved the world that he gave his son. 
does, that, that lively, winsome, caring manner that reflects the nature of Christ in and through us. And in that way, even though we said no, Even though we said no, we do, yes. We do what our Lord calls upon us to perform. And it's not about making our way into heaven. We're saved by grace through faith. And even the most religious types have got plenty of sins on their side. And the non-religious types have got plenty of guilt on their side. None of us get out of this life unscathed by the reality of sin. The Apostle Paul says, he who says he has no sin deceives himself, and the truth is not in him. But the truth is, we're saved. Not by our, not by anything we do, but by grace through faith. And because we are, in response to the love of God, what better thing to do than to act out in such a way as to demonstrate that we are loved. We are loved. That's the great motivation. The response to being loved as opposed to avoidance of guilt. The response to being loved. So as a loved people, we love one another. We serve this community. We serve our If you enjoyed today's podcast, there are a few things you can do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. For more information, you can visit us online at www.naplescommunitychurch.org. If you happen to be visiting Naples, please drop in for our Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to meet you. Thanks again for joining us. Have a fabulous day.